gently encourage you to not just quote the word, but live the word. Mm. Psalms 46 and 1. Psalms 46 and 1. Says, God is our refuge. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. You ever been in trouble? And need a present help? In the Amplified, it says, God is our refuge and strength. Mighty and impenetrable to temptation. A very present and well-proved help in trouble. Hallelujah. Now let me expand your capacity to believe and receive. When you quote, God is your refuge, do you really know what you're saying? By refuge, we mean he's your protection. By refuge, you mean what? And when you say he's your strength, by strength you mean the power to resist attacks. So now when I read it, God is my refuge, God is my power. And my strength, he gives me power to resist attacks. You ever been under attacks? Well, if God is your refuge, he's your protection. And he's going to give you the power to resist the attacks. Ah. Folks, today, the message is entitled, God is our refuge, meaning he's our protection. And God is our strength, meaning he gives us power to resist attacks. That's why... The devil works overtime to make you weary in well-doing. So you won't put, when you come under attack, you don't resist. <laughs> you start leaning to your own understanding and not in all of your ways acknowledging him. Hallelujah. In this faith season, when we are being encouraged to daily reach for the things that are before, we each need to attend to the word of God and to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. We each need to know that we know that God is our refuge, meaning God is our protection, and God is our strength, and God has given us power to resist attacks. Oh, my God. And he's a very present help in trouble. Hallelujah. Say, say, neighbor. You ain't never alone. When God is in you, you ain't never alone. Hallelujah. So in other words, as we partner with God, all things become possible, even the seemingly impossible. And in a time and season when the body of Christ is being mocked and attacked by lies and insults, we each must daily stay connected to the Holy Spirit to help us achieve the kingdom victories that are real part of our life assignment. Say, in my, my life assignment, 
I'm to have kingdom victories. Hallelujah. Said another way, no matter who you are, no matter what you have or don't have, your life has value and purpose. Now that, that, that's, a, that's a grow up place. Because sometimes when you don't have, the enemy will lie to you and make you think that you're nothing. Oh no, 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 no. Just being alive means you have value. And God in you, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Now, here's the next thing. Title or no title. Jesus Christ gave his life for us all that we might become the sons and daughters who help establish his kingdom here in the earth realm until he returns for us all. The other day, I was at a restaurant and I saw on the face of a server some sadness. And by the Spirit of the Lord, they came and sat by me, across from me, and I just, I don't know them. I just said, be encouraged. I said, the greatest is the server. I said, the greatest is the server. That's all I said, the greatest is the server. And they looked at me and smiled, and they said, thanks, I needed that. I didn't know them. But by the Spirit of God, I said, the greatest is the server. Hey, say God, I'm available. Hallelujah. Now again, he wants none to be lost. He wants all to be saved so they can have eternal life in heaven and abundant life here on earth. But our challenge is the devil and his host who wants the total opposite, which means taking people to hell with them by choosing fear, doubt, and unbelief rather than love, power, and a sound mind. Say, neighbor, you can't call yourself crazy and think that's going to be all right. Because as you think, in your heart, so are you. Mm. So today, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I come to help renew your minds to the truth that God is your refuge, meaning what? He's your power, he's your protection, and he's your strength. He'll give you power to resist attacks. Hallelujah. Say, neighbor, I got some good news. God is your refuge. Tell him what refuge is. Your protection. And he's your strength. Tell him what strength is. Power to resist attacks. Ooh. So when and if your heart is overwhelmed, now get this, run to the rock, Jesus, who is higher than I, and let him help and deliver you and yours in his higher ways that are supernatural. Now here's what I want to impart to you today. If God is in you, 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 you have some supernatural. There's some super on your natural. Amen. That means there's some power that overrides how you think, how you feel, and it's God. Say, Lord, I thank you for your super on my natural. Hallelujah. So when your heart is overwhelmed, run to the rock who's higher than I. Now, this is another piece. A lot of times when people are going through tests and trials, they stop coming to church. They get there, well, I, I don't need to go to church. Wait a minute, 
The Bible says, forsake not yourself, the gathering together, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. You need to be around other believers, not fake believers. <laughs> because according to your faith, be it unto you. One puts the fight a thousand, but two puts the fight 10,000. Hallelujah. If you can touch and agree with one other saint, you got tens of thousands operating. Amen. Say, I, that's, say, say neighbor. I'm touching and agree with you. Don't worry. God got your back. I got your back too. Hallelujah. Now, let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 30 and walk through and get some understanding of how God is our refuge, meaning he's our protection, and how God is our strength. He gives us power to resist attacks. Now, in this particular chapter, um, a place called Ziglag had been under attack. And David had gone and fought with his men, and now they're coming home after battle. After the warfare, they're coming home. Ladies, gentlemen, had a hard day at work. After a long day at work, you come home from work. You come home for some challenge that you already been fighting. Got it? So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't work all day long, and I come home, and my home is burned down, and all my kinfolk are gone. Hey, I, I, I think there might be a reaction. I think there might be a reaction. If you go home, and you find out that your home is no longer there, and then everyone that you love has been snatched. Are you with me? Now, I want to take you to the next place. Then David and the people that were with him, meaning the soldiers that came back, huh, lifted up their voice and wept. Now, now eye contact. I want to get, you, want to get this. Tears are one of God's vehicles for release. Stop getting upset when you have a moment and time of season of crying. Crying. One of the ways that you get better is to get them tears to flow through your system. But now here's the next piece. Those tears at some point will run out. You can cry and cry and cry and cry and keep on crying. But there comes a time and a moment when them tears dry up. And when those tears dry up and you can't cry no more. And David and his people that were with him lifted up his voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. Now, wait a minute. We're talking about soldiers. We're talking about men that have gone and fought and battled and mighty men. And now they're coming home crying. Now, you know, if you hear about somebody, men that are soldiers and strong crying, you think they're weak. No, they're not. 
Tears are the way that you release the heaviness. Eh Tears are the way that you release the frustration. You release the anxiety. You get it out of you. But now here's the next piece. At some point, they're going to dry up. <laughs> Whether you're male or female, at some point, your tears are going to run out. And David, mighty man, was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I done took, I done took you to battle, and we done won that battle, and now because we come home, and home ain't what you want it to be, now you're going to stone me? Say, that's peopleology. Come on, say, that's peopleology. People always want it the way they want it. Come on now. David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him because, get this, the soul of all the people were grieved. Come on. You come home and, you, and everything's gone? They're grieved. Their, their will, their emotions, and they're in, they're in grief. Every man and his son, for his son and his daughters, but now here's the key. David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. I'm trying to impart to you folks. I don't care what kind of hell you're going through. You better learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Whether you come to church, whether you're out in the street, encourage yourself in the Lord. Now watch what happens. And David said to Abiathar the priest and Ahimelech son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought hither the ephod to David meaning he got his garment and put it around him. And David inquired of the Lord. And David inquired at the Lord. And David inquired at the Lord. Come on, folks. When all hell is busting loose, don't get mad with God. Inquire of him. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after the truth? Meaning, Lord, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to handle this rough situation? They want to stone me. They want to kill me. God, what do you want me to do? Shall I pursue after the truth? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, pursue. Say, folks, just one word from God can make all the difference. Lord, what do you want me to do? And the Lord gave him one word, pursue, pursue. And then he says, for thou shalt surely, come on, surely overtake them. This is God giving him that encouragement. God is, is speaking to him. Come on now. And that without fail, recover all. See, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. David inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I pursue after the truth? Shall I overtake them? And here's the key. Sometimes we want God to answer us immediately. And sometimes God ain't answering immediately because got, you got to get all of your other stuff out the way. 
you, you got to die to yourself so that you can hear him only. In him I live and hear him only. For thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. All right? Folks, here we have our first example of how Almighty God is to become our refuge, meaning what? Our protection and our strength, meaning set power to resist the attack, okay? Like David, when our hearts are overwhelmed in life tests and trials, it's so important to consult the Lord for his wisdom, regardless of how we might think or feel at the time. Well, Pastor, you just don't know. I just, you know, just you, you, ain't, you ain't going through what I'm going through. You don't know how I feel. I don't know how you think, but he does. Say, say, Lord, I know you know, and nobody else know. I know you know how I think and how I'm feeling. All right? Now, why, 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 why? Why? Because with, with God, all things are possible when in the natural they seem impossible. Let me say that again. With God, all things are possible when in the natural they may seem impossible. Okay? With God, all things are possible even when it seems impossible. Say, neighbor, that's why I roll with God. Because he can handle the seemingly impossible. Hallelujah. And note, just like David, the Lord will hear your cries and attend to your prayers when you develop, get this, your own personal relationship with him for yourself. I can coach you I can mentor you, but you got to spend some time getting to know God for yourself. Oh, yes, yes. Don't wait till all hell breaks loose. Then, yeah, that's all right. But I'm trying to tell you, in good times, develop that relationship with the Lord. Lord, talk to me. Lord, what are you saying, God? Get to know his voice for yourself. Say, God, I thank you. I'm getting understanding. David did and it caused victory to manifest in God's higher ways. And God's higher way is faith and corresponding act, faith action steps that help produce the victory and success needed, desired, and needed at the time and test of trial. Say there's always, there's always a corresponding action, a corresponding action. in situations. <laughs> now go to 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 10. God told Daniel, pursue. Here's the action. But David pursued. He, now get this, he and 400 men. That sounds like a whole lot of men, don't it? For 200 abode behind. Wait a minute. So there's 400 men that go to the battle. But 200 men... They, they, they don't go. So he could have had four plus two would be what? 600. So here he is pursuing, not with all of his men, but with 400 men of them. Four, 400 men. When there should have been 600. 
Revelation, folks. There's some times and some seasons. There's some times and some seasons. You're going to want somebody to come help you. And they're too weak to get up. They're too big. They're too weak to, sh to show up. And, and you got to love them and leave them. Oh, he said, yeah, get it. Love them and leave them. And when God tells you to pursue, you got to pursue. But David pursued, he and 400 men, for 200 abode behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook Pizor. You got to understand, sometimes in times and seasons of testing and, and trials, the people you connect with, they're tired. They, 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 they tired. They just, they just, they tired, they tired, they tired, they tired. Don't mean they don't love you. It's just that the time and season when they, they weary in the well-doing. Mm. Folks, note, not everyone will be able in your life testing trials to help you. But God will make a way out of no way. Now, 1 Samuel 30 and verse 18. Come on, we're going down the home stretch. And David hallelujah, recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued, rescued his two wives. And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that had been taken to them. David recovered all. Wow. Eagle Summit, when you allow the Lord to become your refuge, meaning your, your what? Your refuge is what? Your protection. And your strength, meaning what? The power to resist attacks. There is a supernatural wisdom that comes with the blessing package. What was David's supernatural uh, wisdom? Pursue. He heard from God. Pursue. And... When you pursue, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to protect you. Oh, God. Say, neighbor. Be encouraged. Almighty God has some supernatural wisdom available to you that can help you tap into the victory and successes that await you and yours, too. Now, this is the next piece. Too many of us are thinking that our lives only impact ourselves. But in reality, the reason you walked through some hell and came out of it was so that it could impact other people's lives. Hey, you were the chosen vessel in your family. You're the chosen vessel on your job. You're the chosen vessel in your community. And God is using you as an example to draw others into the kingdom. Say neighbor. I know you didn't ask for that. But God selected you. Hallelujah. Almighty God will reveal the hidden secrets of darkness so you can overcome them and achieve victory and success as you need. Let me give you one more example. Let's go to Acts chapter 16. You know this one. Paul and Silas, you know this example as well. Acts 16, 23. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them in the prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. 
who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner in the prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. Now, I keep sharing this with you because until you learn that when you're going through tests and trials to have joy, you smiling all the time? Yes, because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Huh? Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. At some point, you got to put some smile on your face. Come on now. Paul and Silas had been whipped. They had been beaten. And here they are praying and praising God. But when they do that, the other captives hear them and they're taken captive by that. They're drawn to God because they hear praise and worship after being beaten. Folks, here in our very next important faith reminder of how to allow the Lord to become your refuge and your strength. In our midnights, when life tests and trials are at their worst, we who are the sons and daughters of God have to mature so that thick prayer and thick praise flows out your mouth so Almighty God can indeed inhabit them. When you are going through tests and trials, your prayer ought to be thick. Your praise ought to be thick. Too many times we get real quiet. We get real quiet. We get quiet. We get real quiet. We get real quiet. And we been, instead of praying, we start cussing. Because there's some cussing in there. Instead of, then we start fussing. And we forget that God watches over his word to perform it. He's listening. He's waiting. I, I brought you through the Red Sea. I, brought, I, I, brought, I, I healed your body. Don't you remember what I've already done for you? If I did that, I can do this. If I did that, I can do this. And note, anyone can do that when everything in life is lovely. But what about when it's not? When you make God your refuge and your strength, you learn to bless the Lord at all times and let his praise be continually in your mouth. And look at the awesome result that happened for Paul and Silas. Acts 16, 26. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands loose. Wait a minute, everyone's bands loose? Everyone's bands loose, meaning because of me going through and praising God and, 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 and worshiping God, somebody else gets loose. You don't know who's watching you when you're going through. And when you go through and come out on the other side, that encourages them. That, hey, there must be something to this Jesus thing. There must be something to this Holy Ghost stuff. There must be something to this going to church. There must be something to this paying my tithes. It must be something to fellowship. Mm, 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 mm. Here we learn that when God delivers us, he can and will deliver others surrounding us. And when he does, others can be saved too and obtain the loving relationship with the Lord God. Acts 
after that? They brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? I heard you praising and I heard you worshiping. What do I need to do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in the house. And he took them the same hour of the night, washed their stripes, and was baptized, he and all his straight away. And when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. Folks, when you allow the Lord to become your refuge and your strength, others can and will be saved for the glory of God. In other words, allowing the Lord to be your refuge, meaning what? Your protection. And to be your what? Strength. Huh? Resisting attacks. You're learning to daily, together with God, that signs and wonders and miracles will manifest more and more in the earth realm. Say, God, I thank you for this understanding, for being my refuge and my strength. Say, neighbor, can you handle one more? 1 John 4, 18 says, 1 John 4, 18 says, hallelujah. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. In the Amplified it says, there is no fear in love. Dread does not exist, but full-grown, complete, perfect love turns fear out of the doors and expels every trace of terror. For fear brings with it the thought of punishment. And so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love, is not yet grown into the love's completest perfection. Eagle Summit, I'm closing. I want to exhort each of you to press into love of God so you give the devil and his host no place to flood you with demonic fear and, and torment. Say, Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. Say, God, I thank you. Luke 8, 49. Luke 8, 49. Hallelujah. God is our refuge and our strength. Luke 8, 49. Says, while he yet spake, there cometh one from the wool of the synagogue's house saying, hey, your daughter's dead. Your daughter's dead. Your daughter's dead. Trouble not the master. But when Jesus heard it, he answered and said, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. Here in our text, the rule of the synagogue was learning to make God his refuge and strength with others. When they were telling him he did not need to bother the Lord for any more. And it's amazing. When people are going through tests and trials and times, they say, well, I don't need to go to church. I don't need to pray. I don't need, I don't, mm, 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 mm. That's the enemy's trick, to make, make sure that you don't walk in victory because God is our refuge and our strength. And that is the, the devil's constant flow in order to draw people to function in his lies instead of the truth. In 2019, we each are going to have to willingly mature so we too can have total confidence 
and almighty God and his awesome love that never fails. His agape love is supernatural, above how we think and how we feel. His agape love releases supernatural power with the help of the Holy Spirit that helped Jesus when he was here in the flesh. And that is why he told his disciples to wait, to wait for the Holy Spirit to come into their lives so they could fulfill their life purpose and destiny with their life, with a lifetime too, in their lifetime too. So, say love, say love, love. is available to me too because God loves me with an everlasting love. Hallelujah. Now, if you have the Holy Spirit, you have agape love with supernatural power, power ready to be released as you speak God's word and take faith steps necessary for the victory and success. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Now let's pray. Father God, say Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come boldly to your throne of grace to obtain your mercy and your supernatural love. In the mighty name of Jesus, we acknowledge you to be our refuge and our strength each and every day. Thank you for all you've done and are about to do in all of our lives. Together, we bind the spirit of fear, doubt, and unbelief. So your supernatural love, power, and sound mind can prevail more and more in all of our lives. Together, we take your yoke that's easy and your burden that's light and rest in all your promises that are forever, yes, and amen. Together, we praise and worship you as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Together, we give you thanks now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, together, we boldly declare and decree that you shall always, always be our refuge, meaning our what? Protection. And always be our strength. Give us power to resist attacks now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. For those of you that have been viewing, we declare that God is your refuge and your strength and your very present help. God wants you to know that if you give your life to him, he will give you life and give it to you more abundantly. We speak the blessing of the Lord upon you. In Jesus' name, as we reach for you in 2019 and beyond, be encouraged. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord.